Hello, neighbor. This Thanksgiving. It's a beautiful day in this neighborhood. A beautiful day for a neighbor. Please, won't you be my neighbor? It only takes one person. We are trying to get the world positive ways of dealing with their feelings. Yeah? Like what? To inspire a world of kindness. There are many things you can do. Based on the true story of the friendship between Mr. Rogers and a cynical journalist. You love broken people like me. Sometimes we have to ask for help, and that's okay. Starring Tom Hanks and Matthew Reese. I think the best thing we can do is to let people know that each one of them is precious. A beautiful day in the neighborhood. Rated PG. Parental guidance suggested. In theaters November 22nd. For tickets and showtimes, go to resources.abeautifulday.movie. This is a production of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network. Welcome to the Vintage Homeschool Mom Show. Your host, Felice Gerwitz, is an author, a publisher, and your radio show host. She will encourage, educate, and inspire you with answers to your most pressing questions from homeschool, marriage, parenting, and much more. Felice loves to equip moms to live a Christian life because every moment counts. Be sure to visit her website at MediaAngels.com. And here's your host, Felice Gerwitz. and welcome. This is Felice Gerwitz with an episode of Vintage Homeschool Moms. Today, we are going to talk about entertaining with kids, and I have a very special guest on the line uh, that I can't wait to introduce to you. And this is episode 381, and if you want today's show notes, if you're traveling and don't have time to take notes, because this is going to be chock full of great information, you can go to vintagehomeschoolmoms.com and look for entertaining with kids. And I want to give a great uh, big shout out to our sponsor, and that is A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood. This is a Sony Affirms film, and it features Tom Hanks, who portrays Mr. Rogers. This is a story of kindness triumphing over cynicism, and the story is based on a true story of a real-life friendship between Mr. Rogers and a journalist. It's going to be available in theaters on November 22nd, but I have already added it to uh, my list of uh, gifts that I'm going to be giving because I was blessed to be able to go to a private viewing, and it was truly a beautiful and I feel life-changing story, um, mostly for teens and adult, uh, young adults or you know older adults should see this. Um, it's a great ministry tool. It's um, really shows the power of forgiveness and really love. You can find out more information um, at the following website, a beautiful day dot movie. That's a beautiful day dot movie. And today I have a guest that I can't wait to share with you, and that is Denise Mira, who um, I met several years ago at a conference here in Fort Myers, Florida, where I live. And Denise, we just hit it off. You are definitely a kindred spirit, and I'm so happy to have you on today. It's an honor to be here, Felice. Well, um, guys, you can find out more information um, at Denise, and it's D-E-N-I-S-E-M-I-R-A.com, and there you can find uh, the wonderful book that she wrote as well as so much information. 
So share a little bit about yourself, Denise. Well, my husband and I, Gregory, have been married for, we're in our 39th year, just about to celebrate that. We have five sons who we homeschooled for over two decades. Uh, our five sons, and we've got three wives in that mix now that are, they're just, they're our best friends, they're our prayer partners, they're our, they're, they're, they're awesome, uh, and, and it's to God's glory. Uh, our two youngest are still single, but um, they are just, all the boys are very entrepreneurial, creative. The homeschooling life really built a DNA in them that, um, that is serving them and the community around them, uh, the whole wide world so well. So it, it's just to God's glory. And so I, I love writing um, and encouraging and inspiring parents because you are the superheroes of our culture. You're changing the world. You are revolutionaries. And I'm just honored to be here to, to help with a little piece of the puzzle in some way. That's wonderful. And we're going to be talking about entertaining with kids. And a lot of times, um, you know, it's the whole you're to be seen, not heard. And, oh, my gosh, you know, what are we going to do with the little ones? And not so much maybe in homeschool circles. Um, but still, there is that added underlying, uh, you know, layer. Uh, I host a lot of the meals at my home. And we would have elderly grandparents and aunts and uncles, and the little ones are like tornadoes. They can come in and just wipe out <laughs> someone without, without even meaning to, um, even oh. although their moms and dads have said to them in the car before they get in the house, please walk because we want to be careful of grandma and grandpa. But you, um, you know, you're just so excited because you know you want to see what's what's there and. Um, you know, so it's it can be stressful, and so we're going to share with you just our combined knowledge here of all the years that I homeschooled, you homeschooled, and we've hosted and entertained. And one of the things that is, um, you know, really uh, wonderful that I know about Denise, and that is that she's always wel welcoming people into her home that uh, don't necessarily, um, you know, aren't related. So you're adding that mix to it. So just share with us, uh, Denise, a little bit about, you know, you're open to having guests come and then also um, how you included your children um, when you started, you know, entertaining. Mm. Well, I think the heart of it all is, is the heart of Jesus that we, that we embrace and that we need to embrace as people of God. And, and, you know, there's always room at the table for one more, as I see it in the, in the heart of God. And, and hospitality is a powerful force in our, in our world, because it, the word says it's not good for man to be alone. And Mother Teresa said that the greatest poverty is the, is the loneliness of modern day people. And, and so consequently, we can, we as, as we just sow into this with hospitality, it's not entertaining. I'm not there to, to make everything perfect and to, you know, maybe I won't make filet mignon and, you know, beef bernays or whatever. But, but when you walk in the door, you're going to feel like you belong. And to me, that's something that, uh, that hospitality does. And when we do that with our children, and, you know, I didn't have a lot of choice either because I wasn't around right. relatives. Um, they were long distance. And I, as a homeschool mom, 
we've got a team around us. And, and I, that, this thing that I think is, has helped our family so much to build a healthy perspective on this is my husband and I saw ourselves as building a team, not a hierarchy. It wasn't like mm-hmm. King Mama and Daddy. Yes, we were the authority, but we were a team. We, we, we were, you know, the most important member of the team might have been our five-year-old making the welcome sign for the front door or the 10-year-old chopping the onions or the, the, you know, the eight-year-old scrubbing the toilet or we, we have got a labor force around us and they take pride in their work. And, and, and so at the end of the day, they participated at every level, whether it was my husband was uh, a pastor, not only a pastor, but uh, a leader that traveled the world um, doing seminars and all sorts of things. And so we had a lot of uh, international guests in our home, a lot of across the country guests. And you know what? I always wanted to be able to fit the kids around the table. I felt like what they would catch from those men and women that were sitting around the table who loved the Lord, who were veterans in the faith often, even young, you know, I just felt like my kids were going to catch so much just being a part of the conversation. And so it's just been, it's, it's, it's just been our culture and it has been, it served us so well. I was just telling Felice that, that I just hugged my kids so tight the other day. They were hosting our church, uh, our house church the other Sunday. And, and it's, that's the kind of boys now men that they are. They're men who open their doors and host their own Bible studies and, and care for the stranger. And so that's, that's wonderful. Kind of. Yeah. And I love it because if you go to Denise's website, it says the hand that rocks the cradle rocks the world. And that is so true. We don't realize how much our kids are really getting, not necessarily from what we're saying, because a lot of times they tune us out, but from what Mm -hmm. we are presenting to them and that they see. Um, And I love Mm -hmm. you that you quoted Mother Teresa, because I feel like you're one of my friends who is a Mother Teresa. I have another one, Meredith Curtis, and a lot of my Listeners know Meredith because uh, she and I do episodes together, and it's another kindred spirit that I met through the years that I'm blessed. She only lives four hours away from me. I don't see her enough, but she also is mm-hmm. like that. She's always opening um, her doors, and her husband is a pastor as well. So it's just, uh, you know, to me, um, it, you know, it touches me when I visit her, and Uh, She won't even hear of me staying at a hotel, you know, and there's 20 people at her house, but, but it's just, Oh, I love it. (laughs) Well, and it's so cute because one time, um, you know, I'm Catholic and, and they're non-denomination and so uh, they're spirit filled and I am too. And so we, we were, um, I was visiting and it was Lent. Uh, so I had given up chocolate. I always say because I'm I have a Saint Annie is one my daughter who would always pick like the hardest thing because like before Lent we just decide to give up something. So it could be I'm not going to be rude for 40 days just to remind yourself you know of the coming of um, you know this this wonderful uh, holiday which is Easter. So I had given up chocolate and one of her daughters thought it would be great to surprise me with this little basket of chocolate. <laughs> So, so I asked her if I could take a goodie bag home for after lunch. It was so cute. She didn't even know her daughter had done that. It was really, really cute. Uh, I just love her family. But, you know, it, it's wonderful because when you allow kids to participate, and we had at times like three or four tables set up, there just wasn't the space. Like at one point, 
we would host out by and our lanai, you know, and out by um, mm. our pool, which we'd have to then, you know, then the kids were little. And so we had that all, you know, cordoned off with a, a strange fence that they couldn't get through. Uh, thankfully, nobody ever did. And so then the family grew and grew and we had to set up different tables and we, you know, we tried different ways, uh, you know, in this, we have a big room where we host everyone. So sometimes the kids did have to be, you know, on a table by themselves, but they also were sure by. So, you know, we made it super fun and they had, when they walked in, there were, you know, things uh, that we're going to talk about today. So, so the first is that you allowed your kids to prepare just in every or help you prepare in every way. So share a little bit about that. So what are some things that they did? Well, you know, everything from uh, now, if we're just talking about uh, guests for a meal, I guess we could combine mm-hmm. the, the both, I guess, um, with welcome cards. You know, we, I mean, I know that sounds, it sounds a little bit, it's so big. And they would just take their crayons or their paint and either make signs or little cards to put by our guest bed. They helped with uh, food prep um, with clean hands and hairnets. That's something that I'm really picking about. Um, uh, we, one of my sons was the Caesar salad dressing guy, you know, and he has been now for 15 years and he still is. And it's from scratch. And um, they, I, I'm not, I'm, I am not into kids being shy. Okay. I know we have quiet children who all different personalities, but they were expected to greet at the door with their up and a happy heart and an outdoor speaking voice, you know, and shake hands. And I think it's just the whole, it, it's that whole thing. There aren't any rules and laws, but I'm just saying I really wanted them. We always hear about homeschoolers not being social, socialized or whatever, but mm-hmm. my kids had the best type of socialization in this way. Uh, they, they served guests first. They weren't going to grub all the little, all the food with their, you know, their little kid fingers. Guests go first in line. These are little things, but they're big things and big doors swing on small hinges, right? Um, if it's right. a holiday or a birthday, they would help decorate. And uh, yes, my four-year-old knocked the whole Christmas tree down one day and I didn't cuss or anything and I didn't rebuke him because <laughs> you know what, when you involve your children, you know, it's, you have to be ready for faux pas, whether they're <laughs> <laughs> whatever might come out of their mouths, whatever they might tell on you, whatever they might knock over or break, whatever food, you, you just have to let it, let it go and say, you know what, right. and not rebuke them in front of people and shame them. They, they feel as bad about their faux pas as we, as we do probably. Um, they helped decorate. Uh, they helped make homemade decor. If we, you know, if we didn't have a lot, they, uh, as I said, were included at the, at, with the conversations. They helped care for the youngsters because a lot of people bring toddlers or infants, or, and they, they just grab these babies. You know, Yuri Broffenbrenner said that in our modern day, kids can graduate from high school and never even touch a baby or change a diaper or, or mm-hmm. get spit up on, and that is a shame. That is a shame, and we're seeing the fruit of that in our culture. But the, these little boys, and I had all boys, they would grab the babies help the babies and help with the babies and entertain the babies and drag the babies around and give mommy a break if she was over visiting for dinner. They helped clean up. They helped everything from, I'm big on this because you know what? My boys are some of the hardest workers you're going to find in the universe. And it's, and I, I credit that to raising them with the chore chart 
and the ability, even as boys, to do dishes and prepare food and clean bathrooms. Their wives thank me all the time because I bet. Uh, this, <laughs> it's, it's, I'm like, <laughs> I, I, and, I, and I see it. They, are, they get up with the babies in the night. This blows my mind what's happening in this generation of, of homeschool kids. But it's, it's all because I, I saw them as a part of our team to be successful together. And so then, of course, clean up and then... Um, uh, yeah, I think that that really kind of covers it. Just the entire scope of things, you know. We and we we base it on their age. I mean, you can't expect a seven-year-old to clean a bathroom perfectly the first right. or the tenth right. time. You know, you walk them through things. You don't just bark out orders. And I had a friend, and she homeschooled, but she just barked and barked. And and her children are not are she's not relating to her children in these days. And I just think that we can be out of our own insecurity, trying to cover ourselves and make ourselves look wonderful. We shame our children. We, we give them that look across the table. We, that, that has to go away. That's your own insecurity, mama, and you just need to let that go. It's like something spills. I don't care if it spills in doctor's lap. He'll get over it. What he'll love is the spirit of your family, loving one another, serving one another. And it's a powerful picture. I didn't realize it. Somebody called me back when I was in this season and they said, Denise, I, I'm just, I can't believe you were so concerned that everyone at the table got steak because we were going to grill steaks, and that was a rare thing. But it, I, I wasn't going to feed the guests and give my kid a hamburger. I felt like even if we only got a, a fourth of a steak or a half of a steak, we are a team. Nobody is valued any less because they're younger or older. Um, and, and so it's, it's, it's really served, served us well to, to build that culture in our home and it's it's power. It's power. It really it is. is power. And that is so, uh, you know, telling. It, it's funny because uh, we grew up, and I know you're married to an Italian, and I am an Italian, but we grew up in an <laughs> Italian family. I always say, if you want to see our family, just watch. You know, there was a couple of scenes that are probably objectionable, but uh, my big fat Greek wedding because yeah. all you have to do is change the names of the people. Like we had that brocade couch. My friend and I, uh, she's from France and my parents, I first generation Italian. And we were like crying in the theater when we saw that because we were, we both turned to each other and we're like, we had that couch, you know, it was covered with plastic till my parents moved to Florida and finally took it off, you know, satin brocade. But, um, you know, it, it was always everybody helped, everybody brought something, everybody um, was in the mix. Mm. And the kids, mm. too, um, I have some certain things that I set up for the little ones and always, um, you know, because they are so busy. And sometimes there isn't, you know, enough room. And if, if the weather's nice outside, it's great because we have a big yard and the kids can go out. But there also has to be an adult there, Um keep right. an eye on things. So um, we've had the child up in the tree that got up there just fine. And, and I'm a freak out grandma when it comes to like things like that. I'm not into sports. My whole family is, and they're all so athletic. And, and so I've threatened that um, that tree is going to be cut down <laughs> someday because I'm afraid of, you know, they get up so high and then they can't come down and and so it's like the, like the older kids, the, the parents say, it's better not to tell grandma these things. And I said, yes, it's on the need to know basis and I do not need to know. Um, so that's one of my, of my roles. So if you have some family rules, you know, we also have a pond out front and there is a canoe. So you cannot take the canoe out by yourself. So 
you know, there are some things sure. that you put into place for your family. But one of the things I have on hand are some crafts that the kids can do uh, that are very easy. And, you know, even if it's like a peel and stick thing or even mm. having stickers, because, um, you know, it's funny, I've kept all these stickers through the years. And my daughter was saying to me um, as I've unloaded stuff on her, she said, Mommy, these the stickers don't stick anymore. We've had to use, you know, glue to put them out because you, you save these things. And you say, oh, I can't use these because they're special. Well, you just need to use them. And, you know, it's amazing what you can do with construction paper and you can make all of these, you know, great, um, cut them in strips, cut them, you know, if it's Christmas, it's going to be red and green. If it's Thanksgiving, it's orange and brown and just give them tape, you know, paper and tape or show them how the boys and the girls, how to make, um, you know, the airplanes, the paper airplanes. And then guess what happens? The parents get involved and in our, Mm -hmm. in our family, you know, the parents are in their 30s, so then the dads get involved and who's going to be, you know, uh, making the better paper airplane. It's really hilarious um, that they're all involved in these things. And, I'm, and you know, the moms and I, we look at each other. My one niece is an attorney and she gets involved <laughs> with the guys. We always laugh, you know, that she's not going to sit back. Um, you know, but it's just wonderful. It's wonderful to see everyone um, participating and feeling like they are mm. part of the family. Um, and because we are Italian, you know, um, and it's funny, my sister-in-laws always insist on lasagna. Um, they don't care about turkey or a roast or anything like that. Uh, they, they said I've ruined them for eating lasagna <laughs> out. So, and, it's, and I oh. love Italian dishes. They go, <laughs> they really go far. So we always have something like that, you know, uh, that the kids can eat um, if they if they don't want it. I'll tell you what, last year um, I was really in a pinch because um, of, of guests coming and then our, our list was growing and growing. And so I told my son, I said, Get, you know, I'm with you doing Saturday at five o'clock. And I had him go pick up a, a, a big tray of, of Chick-fil-A and we just refrigerated it, made sure I had room, and that's what we served, um, you know, as part of the meal. And um, the kids were delighted, and the moms were like, you know, why didn't we do this years before? So I always wanted to make mm. everything from scratch, and I think that is where you you sometimes bog down as moms, right? You know, we've got to make our signature dish, and, you know, for me, it's the lasagna or whatever that is for you. Uh, so... I can't do it the week of Thanksgiving or Christmas, Denise. That lasagna is Mm. made sometime in October, and it's put in the freezer so that when it comes time, I can pull it out and guess what? Spend more time with the kids. Um, And you know what? So true. Isn't that great? Um, As far as cleanup goes, goes, um, I have, we call them the cleaning crew. Uh, One of my sister-in-laws, she just stays later with her kids and they just made sure all the chairs were folded and everything tables were torn down. And, you know, um, I have a couple of podcasts I've recorded about how through the years I've added to what I have, like everything, um, at this point in my life, because, you know, I'm going on, I, I've, well, this year we celebrated 40 years. So we're really close in that. But like, same as you, I can't just go to the store and I'm going to buy all Thanksgiving tablecloths or all Christmas or whatever that is. 
But through the years, I would wait till sales. And guess what? They had similar, I mean, fall leaves are pretty much, you know, interchangeable. And so I have all cloth things. And then we had one set of kind of like a, not cream, but like a golden color that goes with any holiday. And I've got red um, napkins that go with any holiday. And so, you know, we interchange those things. And so they would even start a load of laundry for me. It was amazing how, how everyone helped and the kids pitched in and it was great. One thing I wanted to um, share too, we did have name tags for the table because we had elderly people that needed to be seated. Um, it was sometimes difficult to get them in their seat because, um, you know, we, mm. we had a fall one year. And so that was uh, precariously, you know, uh, organizing things since then. And so, you know, we wanted um, to put them at the end where it would be easy for them to either get up if they wanted to. And we did buffet, which was, again, like you did, you know, um, and we we started with the oldest instead of going to the youngest. Um, of course, the little, little ones, mom got their stuff and we allowed the parents to go through and help their kids. Um, and then sometimes we would start with the youngest, depending on who was here. Um, and we and like the name cards, we just kept from year to year. The little kids helped me with them, or I printed them on the computer mm-hmm. one year. And um, if you are part of the Ultimate Homeschool Podcast Network and you are part of our uh, email group, you um, received a planner that has uh, those cards um, in there that you can just print out and handwrite. Uh, just print them on colored paper. I use cardstock, and I just keep them from year to year. So um, and I love that you had on here, um, you know, gift card and, and mug. I collect mugs all year long. I get them sometimes for 25 cents. And that's where I put, I, I'm a big fresh flower person. Um, I just love it. And, um, and so I'll just, I know where in town to get the best prices on flowers. And I also use a lot of filler. Mm. And then they can take that mug home. Um, with their flower arrangement uh, so that they have a remembrance of the event. So I do one for each family, but that's something I I love love to do. Mm. Well, and and some of these things, uh, as you were saying, they have to be adjusted for the size of the group. There's no legalism we want to put on anybody about what they need to do or shouldn't do, or it's the spirit of it, isn't it? It's, 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 It's all about inclusiveness in as I see it and yes I love little take-home things even if it's a little paper cross with you know a happy face it doesn't have to be fancy and I I think that's where we just have to once again put down expectations and and perceptions and just be who you are do it your way you know and and what your capacity is some people don't have a capacity you know some people have a capacity for for more some people have a capacity for less be you stay in your lane because that's that's the best you you can be but but just open your heart and um, I agree as a grandmother I'm way more nervous about them getting hurt I'm like I don't want anybody getting hurt on my watch so I probably I do tend to be a little nervous yeah, about and, them climbing and, and jumping and oh it's yeah. fun it's fun I'm the only I, one grandpa my husband he's he's the permissive like he takes the kids out we still have um you know leftover toys or my daughter will bring things to my house because I have more room as she puts it. Um, so like some of their rollerblades, we have a very long driveway, but my husband's out there oh. playing with them. 
And I actually, we took down the zip line. We used to have a zip line. And oh, we just took that goodness. down because it was, um, it was too much for me. It, was, too it much wasn't fun. very high. Yeah, yeah. Well, it, the kids got out there without the adults. So if it, that's like a no-no. So like I said, there's some, just safety things you want to consider. But um, allowing the kids to help, I, I just know, you know, we're two moms who have been through the times where, you know, everything, um, you know, like plates fell. One, one year, my mother-in-law insisted that we not use glass plates and we use, you know, these paper. Well, I went and got some really pretty uh, paper plates, but they apparently weren't very strong. And my poor husband, of all people, to have his entire plate, you know, implode in his hands, um, you know, and down his shirt and turkey and gravy and everything. And so he was really cute afterwards. And he goes, um, let's go get a set of plates. And we ended up with clear. Again, you can get them, like you said, um, you know, it's any thrift store, like just 25 cents each. They're just clear so mm. that you can use them for any um, holiday and, um, awesome. and and they work well. And so if they break, they were 25 cents each, you know, um, and we we'll just great. have, you know, stuff, stuff ready. Denise, it has been a pleasure. Again, you guys visit her website at Denise Mira, D-E-N-I-S-E-M-I-R-A.com. And I also will have links on this podcast um, post for uh, some of the things that uh, Denise would like you uh, to know about or have on her site. And then uh, Denise is also airing uh, another episode with me coming up. And that is episode 382. Again, it's on Vintage Homeschool Moms and it's stress-free holidays. Uh, she had some great recommendations and suggestions. And so you're going to want to look for that. Um, it should air, you know, a, f- a few days after this one. So be looking for that on Vintage Homeschool Moms as well. Uh, Take care, friend. Uh, God bless, and I just pray that your holidays are amazing. Thanks for tuning in to the Vintage Homeschool Mom Show. Visit Felice at MediaAngels.com and TheVintageHomeschoolMoms.com. Vintage Homeschool Moms is a production of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network.